0: I'm Chris. And I'm Dom. And And we got got next. Thank you guys for checking out episode 2 of the Double Post this week. uh, Covering everything that has to do with uh, E3. Uh, We've already talked about Nintendo's weak ass conference. We've talked about Bethesda. EA and Ubisoft, and now it's time to talk about the heavy hitters. It's time to talk about Microsoft. It's time to talk about uh, Sony. 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 So, uh, you know what? Let's start with who who do you think did worse. We'll start that way instead of saying who won at the end. Let's start talking about who took second. In my opinion, that means we need to discuss Microsoft first.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like both did pretty well. I just feel as was a, like... Out of the two, Microsoft was more of a show. And Sony was just like, this is the fucking game we got. Like, But Microsoft, they definitely had, like... They had guest speakers... Yes, they did. They had a couple big-name games. Yeah. We talked about Gears of War, which was really huge. It looked really good. looks fantastic. Yeah. I played a little bit of it. Closed beta. It was shitty. Most was, just because it was a closed beta. Um, I think the game will be pretty good, though. Fingers are crossed. Last game was trash. I like where they're going with this one. I like the ideas they're putting out there. And I think they're showing that even though Cliffy B is not there, they can still produce a decent Gears of War game. But do you think that's true? Yeah. Okay. I feel like the formula is pretty down pat now at this point. They know what we do and don't like as gamers. Like, at least fans of the series. So I don't think they'll make the same mistakes they made in the last game. Okay.
0: And I can understand where you're coming from with that. Uh, Do you think that... Do you think that this press conference... Well, you know what? Let's just go ahead and start talking about what they talked about. And then we'll talk about the press conference as a whole. Um, So as he's already said, um, there was footage of the latest Gears of War... Um, it looks as if you're going to be playing as the children.
1: Yeah. You're the son of, uh, Marcus Phoenix, that's the name. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, graphically, the thing looked amazing. Um, and of course, on top of all of that, you had uh a very compelling storyline to say the least after the last uh gears of war gears of war 3 so i think that uh i think we are in 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 for what's going to be an excellent
1: uh re i don't want to say remake but I feel like it's a re-envisioning of the series. I feel like they can go a lot of different directions with it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So it's bit interesting to see how they, what they do with it. Um, they also announced the One S. Yeah. Showed that off, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of made me a little excited for Xbox just because they got, like, you know, a new system.
0: Um, And with the One S, there is three available hard drives. You have 500 gigs. You have uh, one terabyte, terabyte, as well as two terabytes. First system to ever have two terabytes coming from the manufacturer. Um, So, with all of that being said, let's talk about some of the games, some other games that uh, they brought to the table this year so from the microsoft of course we got gears of war we also got halo wars 2. Um, i don't know how i feel about it because i really didn't like the first one
1: um i mean it just did not suit me at all i don't really feel anything because i just don't think it's a like the last halo game was just so subpar that I feel as though, like, there's nothing they can do now at this point to, like, kind of pull it back. Like, it's just... I feel like they did let that ship just fucking sail. It was good. It was a great game. But as they release more and more, ever since fucking ODSC, they just, like, struck out repeatedly with these Halo games. And it's not because, like, the games are shit. It's just, like, the game itself is just so iconic and so... The gamers just feel as though like they want what they want, and you know with any new new game in a in a returning franchise, they have to add something new, and it becomes harder and harder to impress the core fans that came up with the game as well as bring in new people. So like in the last game, they added in like uh, it was like a boost. Yeah, and they had it in uh, supply drops. In yeah. The last game. Uh, the game before they add in like the, the ability to sprint. They added in, like different types of suits, different abilities, and stuff like that, which is cool. But when you talk about the core fans of Halo, they did not like that loadouts and things of that nature. So it just, I just thought like they just need to just like let that go. I mean, I think they need to do one more when it comes to
0: the series as you know regular Halo games, just because of the way that it ended. You know, I'm the type of person I want to see an actual ending. Um, and I mean I know that we've talked about that when we did talk about uh, you know the philosophy of just humans uh, we want to see things come to a clear decisive finish um, so I think they need to make another Halo just an original one but Halo Wars 2 uh, didn't look too great um they did show a little bit more of Battlefield 1 uh, because all of the
1: all the um, stuff is going to come out first on Xbox. Yeah, DLC. The, the, the,
0: the, because Sony gets all of the Call of Duty for five or six years or something like that. Um, but I mean that's still huge for them. Having Battlefield is fantastic. The game looks amazing. Uh, I can't wait until a beta drops for that. Um, do you think that we will see a beta for that?
1: Um, no.
0: You don't. You don't think we'll it's see already? A beta? It's already
1: been delayed. Like it was delayed before this announcement at E3. So I don't think they give us a beta. They just give us the game. Like, it's just going to kind of, like, irritate gamers to not, to get a beta and then have it possibly be delayed again. or we'll have to wait. We've already waited so long for this damn game. Just give it to us. Stop pulling our leg. And I don't know if it's because it's really not finished. Like, they're trying to improve it so much for us or if it's just that they see what other games are doing and just like, nah, it's not ready. It's not ready. Because that happens a lot too in video games. But I just. I just don't see a need for a beta. Damn, the hiccups came. I got the hiccups, guys. I'm sorry. They just came back. It sucks.
0: <laughs> I, I would still like to see a beta. And it, as long as they have most of the game done and it feels good, it could go a long way when it comes to getting Call of Duty people off of Call of Duty. You know what I mean? It could go a long way in that. I don't think it will. Some Call of Duty fans are just about Call of Duty, and there will not be anything that you can release that you know changes that. But I think that I think that if it's a good, solid beta. You can definitely see an
1: increase in sales. See, when I think about beta, I think about an actual beta. Like, most betas we get now are just just demos. Mm -hmm. Now because I'm on a demo where it's like, the game comes out in like two months. Here's the first full level. Maybe a little bit of multiplayer you can play for a little bit. That's fine. That's dandy. It's coming out. We know we'll have a set time. A beta is just like testing. Well, it could be, like, some part of, it, like, a stress test. Yeah. Like, fight like the online shit like that. Yeah. So if it's, like, an online beta, that's one thing. But if it's, like, a full-on ga- game beta, no, it's just a no-go for me. I'm just going to say, fuck that. I'm just going to wait until the actual game comes out. Because, like I said, most betas now- nowadays are literally just demo for games. The game is already set in stone. There's not much they're going to change. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Uh, sorry guys. Um,
0: <clears throat> sorry. Now I gotta clear my throat. Um, I do want to talk about some very specific games, though. Okay. Um, Scalebound, which is gonna be an Xbox One, Windows Ten, um, exclusive, but um, it looks. Fantastic. The ability of having your own dragon playing four four player co-op where everybody still gets their own dragon looks amazing. And it's just it's just a, such a pretty game. And I know that, you know, when they're giving you the demos and they're showing off stuff at E three, they are gonna only show you, you know, what they feel like they need to show you so you get hype about it. And so you say, you know, the exact things that I'm saying right now that it looks good and you can't wait to be able to get your hands on it. But this is one that I genuinely cannot wait to get my hands on. Um, I mean, the bosses in it are just of such a huge scale that it definitely makes you. I don't know. It's going to make. Co-op, not I don't want to say necessary, but it's going to make it very. It's uh, going to be a huge advantage to it. I also want to talk about Sea of Thieves. They did a live demo of. They had three teams of four. Uh, this game is made by Rare. Um, it offers you a chance to be a pirate, and it looked really good. You have to, you know, sail the ship. You have to, um, oh, God, you know, man the cannons. Pay attention to the wind in the game so you can sail correctly. Um, They actually went in and did a lot of little bitty things that all are going to add up into a great game. And I'm I'm personally just really excited for it.
1: Uh, see, I, I was more excited for like Dead, uh, Dead, Dead Rising, Rising 4. Four. God damn it! Yeah, Dead Rising Four. I think that's going to be a fucking good ass game.
0: I mean, the whole Dead Rising series is really good. Um, Dead Rising Two. The only thing about Dead Rising
1: is I'm not sure if these new ones are all of a sudden exclusives. No, the first one was exclusive. The only reason why... Dead Rising 2 was the only one that was uh, on PlayStation. Yeah, I think I think it just does them
0: so much better if you if you open that up,
1: you know? Um, are you saying that as a Sony fan or are you saying that as like a gaming fan? Cause I feel as like a gaming fan... I feel like games need exclusive like the system needs exclusives and like Xbox they need exclusives. <laughs> like the biggest thing that they like their biggest claim to fame, like literally any the commercial they go, the biggest games are on Xbox, right? Like out of the top top ten yeah. best selling games, five of them on the Xbox. Well those five are also cross platform. They're on PlayStation as well, and PC. Yeah. So then it's just like, well, you're not really like, that was my biggest thing about Xbox. I'm like, the system's not as good as PlayStation, in my opinion. There aren't very many, like, <coughs> system features that you don't get with PlayStation, as well as there aren't very many really good exclusives. All the exclusives have fallen kind of flat. I mean, like, you had Titanfall. You had fucking, um, uh, Killer Instinct, which I love as a game. But I don't think those those two games are enough for me to personally go out and buy an Xbox. They did announce
0: season three. Yeah. When it comes to Killer Instinct 2. Uh, General Ram. Yeah. Which, I mean, hey, cool. He looked like he flowed really well. I mean, if he doesn't flow well in a game like Killer Instinct, he'll be unusable. Right. So, glad they did him some justice. Uh, we also saw. Uh, live demo of Forza Horizon Three, which uh, not
1: to say that I don't like Forza. If there was a game in E3, I just did not care about. It was Forza. It was Forza. Just because I'm not a car guy, car guy. I'm not a fan of like car games like that, especially car simulations where I'm like building my own car. It's no go for me.
0: It looked good. Looks fantastic. I love the fact that you can join me instantly. And you adopt my weather and that, that way we're in the same world. Um, also, um, sorry to, uh, talk about something, you know, a little bit late. Halo Wars 2 did get a delay. Uh, don't know how long, but we'll find out, you know, later on. Um... But let's talk about something that Xbox, I don't want to say Xbox, that Microsoft thought was going to be much bigger. And that's the uh, new Xbox Live features, Um, which if you have a Sony, we've had these for a while. The only thing that they really added that Sony doesn't already have is the um, competitive play. Or the arena, but they added in groups as well as the ability to put like a wanted ad in the game or in the system so you can, you know, say, Hey, I'm looking for a small forward in 2K, um, and then if somebody has a small forward, my player, they can join your squad. And you could do it like that, but groups. Is just our communities which we put up what it adds inside of like you've had the ability to do this stuff on Sony
1: already well I think the thing is that like Xbox needs this like they needed shit like this to begin with now they're adding it in it looks a lot more enticing enticing I mean like it started off the system was just like not comparable to PlayStation but now it's cheaper it offers a lot of the same features that PlayStation offers. A couple they don't, which are kind of sellers to me, like being able to play cross-platform as well as that Play Anywhere type thing where you could you like continuously like, you play between your computer and your actual Xbox going back and forth. And your tablet. Anything that has Windows 10. Yeah. That's, that's fucking dope to me. And I feel like they should have came out with that. This... <coughs> sorry, guys. This cycle of gaming... Like console war would have been much different had it just came out with this stuff. True, better exclusives. Um, and with the play
0: anywhere, there are games currently that are going to be a part of that Uh, play anywhere feature. But then, of course, Gears of War 4, everything that we've talked about Dead Rising 4, Sea of Thieves, uh, Forza Horizon 3, Scalebound, Halo Wars 2. ...will be available on the Play Anywhere. Um, Minecraft is now a Play Anywhere title. uh, With a bunch of updates coming out. Good for them. I don't really play Minecraft. But I will say some of this new stuff did make me want to look into it. But I don't want to spend all that time to build something and... ...you know... ...not really care. Because I have other games... Um
1: But I mean with all that being said I feel like Xbox Microsoft had a very solid Showing Oh absolutely I'm not trying to say that
0: you know Microsoft was just horrible I just I just personally preferred you know The other one Um State of Decay We haven't talked about that yet Um it looks okay. It looks okay. I need to see more
1: before I jump on board. The reason why I'm not on board is because I'm tired of zombie games. Give me something new. Give me vampires. Give me werewolves. But don't give me more zombies. Because like there's so many zombie games. H1Z1. The Dead Risings, you got Dead Dead Island, you got the uh,
0: Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead. If it says dead in the title, it's about
1: zombies nine times out of ten. Was it Daylight? Yeah. Daylight. Daylight. Tons of zombie games. Give, Give me something different. Give me something new that I'm not expecting. And, of course, you know, the Resident Evil's. Oh, yeah, Resident Evil. Like, it's just. I don't know. Like, it looks like a decent game. It could be really good. Could be really crappy. Could be really average. I don't know. But it's the fact that this another is zo- another zombie game. And what feels to me is like an oversaturated genre. It's just too, too many, too much. I can understand that. Um.
0: Do you think that with the zombie genre we're we're seeing such a flux of games as of late you know the last three four years because of like shows like the walking dead gaining popularity um you know, just the sales from those games, like once one game sells well, it's just kind of like, all right, we're going to pump
1: out another zombie game. Yeah, I feel like that, they know it's like a guaranteed fan base and guaranteed sale, but also I feel as though it's like, it goes towards lack of creativity. Like, it's easy to be like, well, we want we want you to fight against a horde of enemies, right? What type of enemies will it be? Like, you can be like, oh, it's a bunch of guys with guns. Well, now it's, you're basically saying this guy's a super soldier, you're this, you're that, you're this, you're that, you order know, or fighting against a bunch of other soldiers. It's easy to say, okay, you got to survive against a bunch of zombies. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's easy, like, to just throw out a bunch of mind- mindless zombies, make them, you know, act a certain way when you do a certain thing, or, like, at daytime, they are more docile and they just kind of stand around. You know, it's easy to throw a wave upon a wave of enemies like that at people. And I just feel as though it's just like, just lack of creativity, in my opinion. People are afraid afraid to try new things. I mean, like, wouldn't the game be fun if you. What's the game Tell, Telltale's making? It's a Seven Days to Die. Yeah. What if instead of zombies or whatever it is, like the monsters, it was wolves? Like, actual wolves. Your plane crashes in the wilderness somewhere and you oh, have to, so hatchet. And you got literally like hatchet. You gotta survive against seven days when he's fucking you land inside like what's that movie The Grey with Liam Neeson in it? Yeah. Where you land like in this epicenter of where this wolf pack lives and hunts at and he has to survive. It's just like that. You could easily do that. But I think people are so afraid to try shit like that. You don't want it to be bad. They don't want it to be bad. So they're just like, we can do zombies. Zombies are easy. We can make a zombie be really really stupid and make it stand around. We can make a zombie attack you. It makes sense, right? Like I said, a lot of gaming companies are just afraid of, afraid of losing money and failing or trying something new. So they just go, well, what's hot? Zombies? Okay. That's easy. We can do that. There's tons of other games like it. Just make it look nice. And this is not me trying to shit on Microsoft or State of Decay at all. Because it could, like I said, it could be a really great game. I'm just tired of the genre itself. Because there was a certain game from Sony that features zombies. And I thought the same thing. And see, I'm the person that Chris really hates
0: because I'm really excited for that game. Uh... But let's, let's, let's stick with Microsoft for just a second here. Um, their big announcement that I'm not gonna say shocked anybody, and I'll say why it didn't shock anybody later, but um, one major announcement that they did have was that, you know, they're gonna do Project Scorpio huge system it's gonna have the, the biggest processor working at speeds of 6
1: teraflops um, it just sounds fake 6 teraflops that just sounds impossible and fake I mean it's like if they make this shit happen I'm all down I'm, I'm chipping in you know what I'm saying? but Yeah. And they want this to be out by like, next year. Yeah. <laughs> Set to release next year.
0: Um, it will feature 8 cores, 320 gig memory bandwidth, and 6 teraflops of performance that will allow for true, fully uncompressed 4K gaming. This suggests it will not simply be upscaled 2160p. Uh, it's going to be backwards compatible with both Xbox One and Xbox uh, One S, and you will be able to use the same peripherals, uh, controllers, things of that nature with it. Um, I, not that I don't believe it, I just, yeah, when I see that it's real, awesome. Until
1: then, uh. it just sounds too good to be true. We're not saying we don't like that or wouldn't want anything like that to exist. But there are some definite, like, things that come to my mind. I'm like, well, if this thing is one year away, why wouldn't they just wait to just release that? Instead of releasing the Xbox One. Slim. Why not, just really, why not just release this? You know, it, it seems like because they lost the console war against the PlayStation 4, they have to play catch up. Yeah. And then so they're just like, we're just going to. I mean, most consoles are on like a four year cycle. Mm, four or five, yeah. Four or five? I mean, like what? The PlayStation 3 came out, what? 2011,
0: 2010? No. No. Oh, PlayStation 4? PlayStation 3. PlayStation 3 came out
1: in, like, 08? 08. PS4 came out in 2013. Yeah, five yeah, years into the cycle. Yeah, it's like every five years a new system comes out. And this this one is, like, what, two years later? Three years later? No, they came, Xbox One and PS4 came out at the same time. Yeah, so it's, like, two, three years later. It's, it's, it seems like it's rushing it, to me. Normally, they release around the same time. I think Xbox trying to get a jump on it. But then again, I'm not really that sure. I'm not really, no, you know. Well, also, I mean, Sony
0: knows that they are making a 4K system. But they just didn't talk about it. Uh, but... The one issue I do have with Microsoft, the reason that I say that Sony's was better, the Xbox One Slim, Project Scorpio, um, Halo Wars 2 even, like, it was all leaked information. We
1: knew it was coming. But I wouldn't take that away from Microsoft. I'd say that's, like, someone within the company, like, let people know. let it get out. I just feel like they still
0: tried to make those really big points of the presentation and since I already knew that it was coming it's really hard to be excited for it.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. I say Sony got it just because that the Xbox stuff didn't really wow me. Like, I expected possibly a couple exclusives. I expected Gears of War for sure. I knew that one was coming from a model. It. I expected some interesting exclusives from them. But, you know, the one things that, like, the things I was, like, really looking forward to seeing, like, if they came out with, like, oh, yeah, we got the, the new Red Dead Redemption. They're making another remaster of it or this or that. That's the type of thing where I'm just like, oh shit, like holy holy crap. Oh, we're making a new Left 4 Dead. We're making this. But it's like everything that they released, not because I knew about it ahead of time. I knew nothing about these leaks. I literally was just like, okay, I kind of knew they were talking about Battlefield. I knew Gears of War would be talking. I knew they're talking about the Slim system because Place a new system coming out. Project Scorpio kind of surprised me. It well it did surprise me. And I think I definitely think it's too good to be true. But outside of that, there's nothing else they really like discussed at their conference that I was just like, holy crap. PlayStation, on the other hand, had a lot of stuff where I was like, oh shit. And Playstation showed off a lot of games that I was not expecting to see.
0: Well, since since we have already mentioned a little bit about them, why don't we go ahead and jump over to the PlayStation side of things. Uh, Like I said already, um, we did not get to talk about um, uh, the, the 4K PS4. You know, we didn't, didn't get a chance to see it or see maybe the graphics on it or anything like that. But I think Sony had the best pacing where it was just, boom, everything was just in your face. Now, 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 now. We're going to hit you with a bunch of new games. And putting, I mean, like we talked about it in the last podcast. I already have the headset pre-ordered. I already knew when it was coming out. So they kind of did the same thing I just got on Microsoft about. You know, had some information that was already public knowledge. Tried to announce it at E3 like it was huge. Whatever. Don't like that. But, um, I think that they just killed it this year with the games, man. And, I mean, to end the show with um, Kojima is huge. When you get Kojima to come back and then step in on your press conference, it's a rat. You know. And he didn't even. Sh- he showed a cinematic trailer. He didn't show. Shit for this game. And. Everybody's buzzing about it. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody wants to know about it. And I'm talking about. Death Stranding. PlayStation exclusive. With Norman Reedus. A.K.A. Daryl, Walking Dead, Uh, looks fantastic, you know, graphically, but again, this was a
1: cinematic trailer. So what do you think the game's going to be about? Dude, I... I have an idea. You have an idea? Okay, like, in the trailer, it was him on his island, he was handcuffed to nothing, but he thought he was handcuffed to somebody it showed footprints in the sand and, like, small footprints. It showed him holding a baby. So I think what it is is that he did something fucked up and him and his family were, like, left to be stranded on this island. And that's why at the end, you see those floating people, they're, like, the judges who sentenced him to be there. I think that's why that shit fucking is like that. I think it's, like, uh, survival game where you're trying to get off this island to possibly save your wife and your kid. Okay. For, for whatever, re- whatever reason you did something fucked up, you got straight on this island. That's why it's called Death Stranding. So, if it turns out to be something like that, we got an explanation. I need a shout out because I'm guessing this shit. He really is because there's zero fucking information. I've watched that show like four times. I'm just like, yeah, I think he got put on the island by some judges or something like that. Like, <laughs> there's no reason he would have handcuffs unless he was like a criminal or something. The footprints in the sand, it just seemed like, yeah, he probably got put there for, for like a crime or something. But I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll definitely find
0: out. Um,. I just think it's crazy that we saw nothing. We saw a cinematic trail. And it's still one of the m- best moments. Cause people just
1: assume it's gonna be good. What True. if it's what if it's shit? That'll suck ass. It'll suck a major, major ass. I mean, how many games have you seen in E three that look really, really good and they it just did the shit and it don't work out. True. So I mean it could be
0: either Um Resident Evil seven was shown uh, with the VR. Uh, fuck that. Uh, definitely not playing that in VR. Uh, not gonna fuck my world up
1: for that. Are VR games gonna be the same as regular games? Yes. They are?
0: Yes. There will be some that if you don't have VR you cannot play, but it will also
1: be like, it'll say that. No, I'm saying like the cost. The cost. Yeah, 60 bucks. 60 bucks. Because I was wondering if it would cost more to have a VR game or a little bit less. I mean, there'll be some that'll be a little bit less. Uh,
0: there's a game coming out called 100 Foot Robot Golf, which is a VR exclusive. And I think that's like 20 bucks. Because it's, it's just golf. I mean, this,
1: it sounds like it needs to be $20. But.
0: Yeah. Um, but... You know, for the most part, it'll be $60 games because it'll just have the option inside of most of the games to go to VR. Um, I will say, though, the Resident Evil 7, we talked about this earlier, the Resident Evil 7 trailer looks a lot like the Silent Hill playable trailer. uh, uh, P.T., which I will admit, when I had PT on my system, I thought PT stood for something else, not playable trailer. Like I felt really stupid when I figured that out. Um, how did how did you feel watching Resident Evil? Uh, I turned down the volume. So I was like, I'm about to get scared shitless. Dude, I thought I thought a zombie was gonna step out for what they showed us, they didn't, but I was ready to piss.
1: Like, and like, you didn't know what it really was. Like, you just, was like, you're looking at this, this is when they announced like the VR shit and they were talking about all the VR stuff, like, let's show you guys some gameplay of the game. And as soon as I saw that fucking house, I was like, oh, it's a fucking scary game. Let me just go ahead and just like, kind of tune this out so I don't get fucking pee myself. And I feel like VR is going to be huge. Like, with, the horror genre of games more than anything else horror and simulation are going to be huge for VR because I mean like you're put right into the action you're controlling the head movement as you looking around so like your awareness your sight your quick thinking will you know help keep you alive or get you killed and I feel like that's going to be like so much fun and inter- so much entertainment value from just that <clears throat> but yeah, it looked really good. I like how they announced it. I like how it's in VR and regular, too. Hopefully the game's not crap, because I feel like the Resident Evil, Resident Evil series is one of those games. One of those series where it's like, they added new installments to it, but they slowly, slowly like become crappier over time. Yeah. And I'm just like, ever since Resident Evil 4, they just like slowly declined into something I just don't want to play. I will say the Tales from Raccoon City was Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, I'm, I'm, I'm still excited for it. I don't think I'm going to purchase it. Still excited to see how that one does. Um, but let's talk about that zombie
1: game that you were like, why the fuck is it a zombie game? I don't say why the fuck is it a zombie game. First off, I know I'm not the only person who thought Days Gone was literally fucking uh, Last of Us 2. It looks the same as The Last of Us. It looks the same. It felt the same. And I've just been raised, if it looks like a pig, or it's like a pig, it's a pig. I'm like, this is Last of Us 2. It looks like it. It felt like it when the guy was talking on his motorcycle, how the people looked. I was like, dude, this is like Last of Us 2. But turns out it's another zombie game, which Last of Us was like kind of like a zombie game, except it was like mushroom people. That's neither here nor there. It looked good. It did. It looked cool, looked intense. I like the horde of zombies and shit. They set it up very nicely. I will say the guy playing it though was not very good. No, he
0: was kind of an asshole. There was a
1: couple times when the zombies got really close to touching him, they just like kinda of ran away from him. And I was like, Yeah, it's on easy mode. Like, I can definitely tell it's just, just for like showing us how the game looks and handles. Not for showing us that someone was skill playing this shit. But I will say that like it look cool it could be a really good game it probably will be a really good game I'm just personally tired of the zombie survival genre thing that's been like sweeping the fucking nation I just want something different no mutants no zombies just give me something else oh absolutely absolutely
0: I mean, I do agree with you to a point. You know, I am tired of the zombie, everything being zombies all the time. Uh, I think that if there would be a way to do zombies that wouldn't be annoying as shit also be difficult and not to say that game developers don't want to do that but they kind of don't you know you don't really want to have that IP that's so difficult to make that if sales aren't good you know you're going to lose your money yeah especially because you know it takes a lot of time to make these uh Let's talk about a reboot from Sony. Sony exclusive. Most of what we're going to be talking about is exclusives when it comes to these press conferences. But uh, God of War. I don't know if I want to call it a reboot because I, I think it's a reboot because Kratos is still there, but now he's in like a different role.
1: My, so I I feel weird about it. My question is this This is is this Kratos from God of War, the original series? Or well, because this? he
0: still has the Spartan
1: abilities. I like I read into that. I was like he has like a theme. Like, Spartan like thing. Like Spartan Rage. Yeah, Spartan Rage, right? And I was just like, Okay, so it's Kratos from that, but like is this like an alternate timeline? See, I don't know, because
0: we're and it had some very Norse feel to it. So, I mean, that's something else that we're looking into. Is, is this, you know, in a Norse belief system? Or is it, you know, of Greek again? You know it didn't show too much but i am still incredibly excited to
1: go kill more gods yeah i just want to know like cuz i knew it was different because the combat looked different and i don't know if, and i don't know if that was because it was like a kind of like a cinematic like it was for show like okay this is our game they're going to show us the most beautiful parts obviously like the best most good looking parts of the like combat or if it was, like, this is how the game actually... Because it, it looked way different. It was like But I liked different. the new look. Oh, yeah, I liked it, too. But I feel like that subtle change let me know that this is not the same God of War that we were, like, used to. And, like, I think that... What if the story is the exact same? Because I, I kind of thought about it. Was, I was like, what if, you know, he's out there teaching his son, hanging out with his son. You get a little more of the backstory of him with his family. But then... He still ends up like going to war, ends up, you know, spoiler alert, guys, giving, giving his soul to the god of war. Before he says that, shouldn't be a need for a fucking spoiler
0: alert. If you haven't played this game yet, one, it is like 10 years goddamn old. People get mad about that shit. It's 10 years
1: old, no need for a spoiler. Go ahead. I'm okay. To my defense, I spoiled Shutter Island for somebody the other day. No, they're retarded then. A little bit. But at the same time, I just always preface the spoiler alert just to make sure no one's gonna be pissy at me. But yeah, what if he like sells his soul to the God of War to, you know, win the battle and is the God of War of Norse mythology or whoever it is, yeah, I don't know. has you kill your family and you go against like Odin and Thor and all them Oh, that'd be a bitch to kill Thor. I just think it would be kind of shitty. Like, it would be like the same thing. Oh, it would be. It would look nice. It would probably be a cool-ass story. But I'd be a little bit kind of pissed off that I'm playing, like, literally the same game. Yeah. I don't think they would do that. I hope they would never do that. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't do that. But it, right now, at this point, this is all speculation for me. Because I'm just like, I don't know anything. I haven't played it. But, yeah, it definitely looked good. I would say it's a reboot of the series. Because it's taking a new direction. It's the same character we know and love. Same kind of combat system. Kind of. Same, you know, gorgeous graphics. You're killing fucking giant shit. Snapping necks and... Breaking spines. Ruining dreams of... Angels, demons, whatever. But... i definitely say it's a... Okay. A uh, did you notice
0: this year that there was no indie games at Sony? I don't think they have to show off any indie games this year. It's just weird because Microsoft, I mean, even Ubisoft,
1: they showed off some indie games and Sony didn't. I think Sony has already shown that they care so much about the indie. Like, they literally give us games. They have so many games that are on the like PlayStation marketplace that are just free. Every or like 5 bucks. 5 bucks. $10. How much was Bolt? Like 10 bucks yeah. for that dodgeball? Yeah, it was like $10. And and there's like, you know, every single month, basically now at this point, they give us the option to vote on what we want. They give us three different indie games to choose from to get for free. And then we as a community, we vote. And I say we because I own PlayStation I I feel as though I'm part of PlayStation community. But I think that's, like, dope. Like, they don't have to actually... Last, when they were talking about PlayStation 4 last year, they made that a huge point. And that was good then. Because I liked how they were giving that shine to those smaller things. They talked about how they were, you know paying these small companies and having them come in and being like, we'll give you this contract. You guys make a game for us. We're going to give it away for free to our PlayStation Plus users. And now at this point, they know they've sold their console enough. They know people are buying that shit. They know it's good. So they're just like, okay, we're going to get you with some fucking facts. Here are our big games. Here's the new God of War. Here's this Days Gone game. It looks fucking great. Oh, Microsoft said what? We got Kojima. We got this game coming out. We got this. Like, they don't have to... That's why I like their conference the most. is Because they didn't need any super special guests. Kojima's a very very special guest. I'm, oh. not, I'm not saying that he's not... I'm just saying that... Literally he, he wasn't That They had already won E3 before Kojima came out. Like Kojima
0: was like the... Hey, you know how we just shitted on everybody's conference? Well, now we're whipping our dick out. Like, that was... That was a little unnecessary to actually throw him into the mix. Because we know
1: who won. I feel like the most unnecessary part was literally the fucking. uh, Whatchamacallit. The the Days Gone fucking demo at the end. They didn't have to do that. They probably had that game, so many copies of that game sold before that. They didn't even have to show a demo. But since they showed a demo, people were like, yeah, I'm definitely buying that shit. Oh, yeah. They didn't have to even show any gameplay. They, they talked about how they're re-releasing Crash Bandicoot, right? Oh, my God. They're remastering God. Uh, 1, 2, and... works uh, works right? No Which gameplay, I have all on the PlayStation. No gameplay, no nothing. They are just like, get remastering it. At that point, they won. They gave us the game that we all kind of wanted. I wish they had talked about or like hinted at Spyro or Sly Cooper. Even just hinted. Didn't have to confirm anything or guarantee anything, but even just by hinting at it, it would have gave me that slimmer hope, being like, okay, this game might actually happen too. Holy shit! I think they're gonna wait to see how well
0: Crash does, and then if Crash being remastered and you know maybe getting a brand new game goes well, it's a wrap.
1: You know what I mean? Like everybody's getting games. Well, I think Sly Cooper is definitely gonna get a game because they have that movie coming out still. I think it's going to get a game. It's just not being talked about. Now, Spyro, I have no idea. It's up in the air.
0: Well, Spyro has Skylanders.
1: That is true. Yeah, that is very true. So, yeah, they probably do a spyro game. Well, actually, they do. Because Skylanders, to me, is like... It doesn't do it justice. Like, kids nowadays know Spyro from Skylanders. But they don't know... How about saving the dragons? Yes. They don't know what it took for him to get to this point. Like, he's probably the only Skylander you really need at the end of the day. But that's the big game
0: I mean, but now that Crash Bandicoot is joining the Skylanders team, I think that uh, that's the only two that you really need. Yeah, very true. Uh, there's been a game they have showed... Footage of every year since the PS4 came out. And that is The Last Guardian. They showed even more gameplay this year. But... I think it was a release date this time. Yes. Of, of October of this year. Like, that is huge. Um, and kind of explained more of the story. It's always been a game... That's kind of just been like, eh, it's about a little boy and a big-ass dog. And now we know some more interesting
1: stuff about it. Still don't know what the fuck the game's about. See, I feel like all games from that company are like that. Like, you look at Ico, right? This, you know, boy with horns is, like, protecting this princess. You don't really know why they're in the same area, the same, you know, prison building. But you know your purpose is to protect this girl. That's what you're supposed to do. In Shadow of the Colossus, you go around, find these giant creatures, and you slay them, right? You don't know why this guy's exactly doing. it. You know, like, whatever it is is going to help this girl who's, like, sick. But you're, you know, that's, that's what you do. There's no, like, backstory They're really developing. There. And I feel like this game could be the same way, you know? It's like you're in this prison. This monster's going to attack you. You're trying to get out of, like, a puzzle platformer type game and I feel like that's cool like they don't really need the other stuff to help it if that makes sense
0: okay I can see that definitely um, god my chest hurts a little bit so E3 this year um, are you impressed? Do you wish that we saw some other things? You know, it's finally over. How do you
1: feel? I feel as though this wasn't the best E3 by any means. They didn't show off a lot of. It wasn't like there was a lot of games they showed off. But there wasn't a lot of, like, really holy shit moments for me. Like, before we had talked about there possibly being a Crash Bandicoot remaster or remake in the works. I think even the week before, like, yeah. that Sunday before, we talked about it on the podcast. It's probably gonna, They're probably going to talk about that. Sure enough, it comes out. We talked about how the new PlayStation the new Xbox going to come out. Sure enough, they talked about that. I feel like I was more surprised by the stuff that wasn't there than the stuff that was there. There were some really good games that were there, some very interesting new IPs and everything. But outside of that, like I was more surprised that there wasn't, you know, like a Left 4 Dead 3. I was surprised there wasn't, you know, like a uh, Spiral the Dragon. Or that there wasn't like a, I don't know, like a new Grand Theft Auto type teaser or something like that. That that's just me. Personally. I think now that they just
0: got the location, I, from what I understand, it the next one, supposedly. Of course, all rumors. Rockstar very hush hush on this Grand Theft Auto. Next one. We will be in Vegas. Vegas has okayed it. The programmers have said that it's possible. Uh, So if all of that's true, I think next C3 is when it'll be announced. And I think 2018 will see it. Because you know it takes those games so long now I mean, even back when it was Vice City and San Andreas, it wasn't every year. Yeah. And now, with online and everything else, you need more time to, uh, you know, make a full product. Like
1: that? So, you know, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, very true. And I, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I I just feel as though there weren't very many moments like that this E3 as there were in previous E3s. Where, like, you know, the first time I saw Injustice, I was like, oh, shit, there's like a fighting game of superheroes. Holy crap. First time we saw Mortal Kombat X or, you know, like the trailer for Mortal Kombat X. when that came out, like, a week before E3. We were like, holy crap. Now, I will say Watch Dogs coming by surprise. Crash Bandicoot. did Even though I knew it was probably coming, it's still, like... I'm happy about it. Uh, days Gone, the Sea of Thieves, it looks very interesting, it's cool. Uh, For Honor, looks really good. There's a bunch of games out like that, that are just, like, really good looking, but there still wasn't that, like, holy shit moment that I've gotten in past E3s. And I don't know if that's just because, as a gamer, I've become more mature, and I'm just, like, it has to be something really big to excite me, I'm, like, spoiled snob when it comes to it or if it's like there really wasn't that many big moments
0: Um, and see to me I don't think this was the strongest by far but I was very pleased with it uh, I thought Kojima coming out was a pretty big oh shit moment cause he's just been gone for you know years it seems like. And now he's finally coming back for this new IP. Um, not really showing us much about it. You know, not really saying much, just saying that he's back. And then he's making a PlayStation exclusive. I did kind of go, oh shit, at Watch Dogs 2. And just how that mission played out. And uh, that new little style. I like it a lot. And I didn't really go, oh shit, at the Crash Bandicoot. You're right, I am really happy. But not that surprised either. I felt like it was something that was necessary. And I'm glad they finally did it. But I don't think that was an E3 moment. You know? It was something that it was definitely just fan service on the biggest stage. Um, but I, I, I agree. I think that, you know, not seeing a Left 4 Dead 3. Um, for me personally, not seeing a Red Dead Redemption 2.
1: Right. Like, those were like the biggest moments for me. Like, the ones that weren't there. That people have been hinting at. People had ideas about. Fan theories. Leak information, just all this stuff surrounding it, and it just did not pan out. Did not happen. And not being able to see the
0: next um, PS4, the uh, Neo, as it's being called. Uh, it's already been confirmed, and they just didn't talk about it. Like we know it's happening, so just not showing us doesn't make us go, oh well, maybe it's not happening. You confirmed it.
1: You know, I don't think they had to confirm it though. No, they already have. I don't don't think they had to show this. Like the same thing is kind of like Nintendo. Like we would have liked to see. If only they had to confirm it to make sales. Like they didn't really care that much. Like Xbox, I feel like they care about their sales because they understand like where they're at as a company in their console. So they're like, okay, we're going to talk about this project. We're going to talk about, we're going to show the slim Because it's like ready to sell now. Like, we're going to fucking get this shit out of here. PlayStation, they can like buy their time. Nintendo, they can kind of buy their time. Because they have other shit they can like sit on. Yeah. Like Pokemon Go. And the new Pokemon game's coming out. New Zelda's coming out. So, so I know that it's a
0: year away. E3 2017 predictions Anything at all that you think you know they're going to wait until maybe next E3 to talk about
1: I think if it doesn't come doesn't come to light between now and the holiday season the NX will definitely be announced at the next E3 it will definitely be shown, and it will be well, like, the e- it's coming out this holiday. It's coming out this holiday. Like it's confirmed. It's not
0: confirmed, but that steep from Ubisoft is going to be released this holiday season, and it's coming out on the NX.
1: But I don't think like it can come out on a console after. So I think it could just come out this this holiday season, and then they're going to be like, okay, NX comes out, and it'll be on there too kind of like how 2k was A like 2k came out before the PlayStation 4 did 2k 14 did and then you could like upgrade to the next one like to the next concert same thing with Call of Duty and shit like that they'll, they'll announce it on that but then it won't be available until the console comes out I mean I don't know I hope it comes out this holiday season I hope there's like a little bit some more but I feel like it was at this holiday season they would have said something about it they'd have been like okay this NX is going to be available now like this time around this time, be looking for it here. Cause I feel like a console is just one of those things you can't just spring on somebody. You can't just be like, oh, we have a console coming out next month, you gotta give it some time. Cause these are like $300, $400 investments. So you gotta hear about the console, what it can do. You gotta hear about the games that are coming out. Cause if someone told me that, you know, the PlayStation 4 was coming out and there was only one game on it, it was coming out like tomorrow. I don't want to buy it. Like, one, one game. So, I don't know. NX for sure, though, if it's not announced or, like, confirmed between now and the holiday season, I think the Project Scorpio more is going to come to light. And, man, I really think a Sly Cooper game going to come out. Or, like, be announced or something. Because, like, that movie was slated for, like, what, 2017, 2018? Yep. I think some's going to come out, like, about a game some more about that movie, something. There's no reason why I wouldn't um, I think
0: next E3, uh, just because of the company that Rockstar is, I'm going to go out on a huge limb and say that we hear about not only Red Dead Redemption 2, but that we hear about um, Grand Theft Auto Six. I think both games are going to be coming out around the same time. Uh, I think I think that would be huge for like not only you know Rockstar or anything like that. It'll be huge for whoever gets. Whether it's Microsoft or Sony. It'll be huge for whoever gets that on their stage. You know? Mm -hmm. Because that'll go down as your company.
1: True. I mean, yeah, I I can see that coming out. I can see that happening. I don't think there'd be a Red Dead Redemption 2 and a Grand Theft Auto, though. Because I feel like both those games are so big. Like, the next Theft Auto is going to be fucking huge. I can just tell it is. Like, just in scale, in story, the online mode is going to be way more fleshed out. Because you got to think, this is the first time they ever done an online mode like that. Yeah. And they've added so much since it's came out, like, actually came out for the game. And they're going to have all that included with the game. A majority of it, as well as some new stuff. So for them to make a whole other, you know, IP with its own online game modes, with its own on- whole story, whole world, as well as developing this, you know, other franchise that has been around for a long time, and try to live to the standards of the last game, I don't think they can do both, both at the same time. I don't think they're gonna like do one, another. Maybe they announced both, but Red Dead Redemption comes out next year. Okay. And then Grand Theft Auto comes out the following year, but I don't think both release around the same time because it'd just be like, you're like splitting money between your own company. It's like, yes, you're, you're getting the money from both games, but it's like you're. And you're still gonna have a lot of people. I mean, like myself, I'll buy both. Yeah, but you can't really play both at the same time. Like, I'm pretty sure a lot of people would like ask for Red Dead Redemption and Grand Theft Auto for Christmas, but their parents are just like, no, you to leave that type situation where it's like you only really do play one at one time so I say one comes out next year for sure another one comes out the following year I could definitely see that I can see a new Destiny 2 I can see Destiny 2 actually being the thing next E3 I can see that
0: because there's not much more they can do with the current story they keep adding new DLCs and stuff like another one just came out Or is about to come out, Um, and they are going to run out of things
1: for it. But I don't know. What's your long shot prediction? Like long shot prediction. Next
0: Next E three, because we're going long on this one. Call of Duty. Battlefield, Matt, like all the normal multiplayer online games. Crossplay between Sony and Microsoft. Doesn't matter what console you got, you can play with your friends whether they agree with your console decisions or not.
1: Okay, I see that. And I see a joint conference. A joint conference between Sony and Microsoft?
0: That would be my huge reach. Where, you know, they take turns talking about exclusives, but then they both get on stage together for Battlefield and Call of Duty and, you know, this, that, and the other and there is no more Sony gets Call of Duty DLC first Microsoft gets Battlefield first they get them together so that everybody can continue to play together
1: well that won't happen that definitely will happen because Sony's contract is like what, for like 4 years or 5 years Like, it's but Sony
0: can decide to throw that shit away
1: Activision won't Activision's like no you don't pay us our money we gave you our game for the next five years. You're going to pay us our money for this year.
0: They already got their money for five years.
1: yeah, it, It's over time. Oh, okay. It's over time. That way that Sony has an out in case the game just like flops. If the game just like flops they can be like, okay, I want to cut your contract this year. You didn't make this certain amount of sales or you didn't reach the standards of what we considered a good game. They can release a half ass game for the next three years and been fine. Yeah. You know? So I think there's an out for Sony. There's definitely an out for, you know, uh, Activision and Call of Duty. Yeah. So I don't think it will be any any dis- dissolving of exclusives like with shooters like that, but I definitely see cross-platform play being a, a big player. I can see that happening. I can also see a new Borderlands. It's
0: been confirmed. I'm not jumping on it yet. Because the game is so huge, Is has been confirmed. Yes, by who? By Two K Games. They said
1: there's going to be another Borderlands. Borderlands
0: Three. Uh, it will take place, obviously, after two. Um, now, the thing that you know, a lot of Borderlands fans, including myself. Thoroughly, including myself... Are wondering... At the end of Borderlands 2... Spoilers... Brick says... I call... The rest of the vaults. Like he says at the end of it... They look at a map... There's tens of thousands of vaults. He says... I call all of the vault hunting. So is he... Are they going to make him stick? Like, Does he get to do that? Do you get to play as Brick again? Maybe with some other new characters sprinkled in? Or is it like they've done all the rest? All the characters are brand new. There is no repeat characters. I
1: mean, there could be repeat styles, but there are no repeat characters. I think that what happens is, there are repeat styles, but you can make your own character. Because you can travel to these different worlds, you can pick a world, and there's the four archetypes, or five. And let's say there's like ten archetypes total, or twelve total. And then there's like four for each planet, and like a planet might offer a special one, or something like that. So then it's like, you know, you got your, you know, heavy tank guy... You got your stealthier ninja guy, you got your healer, magic person, and then what's the other one? Like Sniper. That? Sniper. So you got those four main ones, and then you got the like fifth one for like a couple extra plans. like this person can, you know, fly or do something weird like that. So you can pick your planet, you start off on, you're from. You can go and find your vault on that planet, as well as travel to other planets. Is Claptrap
0: going to be a playable character again? That's the other question that I have. Claptrap
1: was a lot of fun to play as. I think they give him a race. I think they give him a whole entire planet. Like, let's say... That was a DLC, though. Let's say that he had a whole entire planet of just him. Well,
0: Borderlands 1, don't give a shit. One of the DLCs is, like, all of the Claptraps on Pandora, like, Get hooked to one, like a hive mind. Yeah, one hive mind, and they're all trying to kill you
1: Okay, so what if this hive mind? do you like kill it at the end? Yes. What if it somehow downloads its consciousness to a cell, like crashes on another planet and starts building clap traps? So it's like a whole entire Whoa. planet full of like clap traps that are created at this planet. So it's like a world of clap traps and there's a vault on this planet oh fuck that would be annoying as shit but I'd play the fuck out of it so now on that one planet if you choose to be from that one planet you have your four main people and you have the claptrap person you can play as and you can travel to other planets and like you know find vaults and shit like that easily doable well not easily doable as in like there's no work in it but it's definitely a feasible idea absolutely
0: I'd love to see it man but uh, I think that's gonna do it for us here today. So I want to thank you guys for checking this out. Uh, in the comment section below, uh, let us know you know what was your favorite moments of E3. Um, give us give us your reach of E3 2017. Um, also, be sure to add us on Snapchat um, official WGNP. Uh, Follow us on Twitter, official WGNP, and add us on PlayStation Network, guys. Uh, We Got Next podcast. Uh, I think that's about it for us. Yeah, man. So, uh, as always, I'm Dom. And I'm Chris. And And We We Got Got Next. Next.